Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to an episode, another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Marla Martinson, author, matchmaker, coach, and intuitive reader. And I'm so happy that you're here because I've got an amazing guest for you today. And I'm in Seattle today. I arrived yesterday from Los Angeles, came up for a week to see my mom and uh, it's in the forties. So I get to wear my, my uh, fall clothing, which in LA we don't always get to do. And that's a treat. I've got my boots and my big sweater. Um, and it's just so, um, you know, holiday ish. I'm just loving it. So, you know, one thing with uh, COVID this year, a lot of us have had to reinvent ourselves and what I've always been so appreciative and grateful of since I've had my own business for the last decade is I can just grab my laptop and I can come up and see my mom who's, you know, in her eighties now. And I want to come up every about six to eight weeks and stay for a week or 10 days. Um, Wherever I go, I can go on vacation and I can still work. I can still connect with clients. I can still make money. I don't have to be tied to an office or have a boss pulling my strings and telling me, you know, you could just have two weeks vacation a year or uh, one thing I, I started getting so, um, I, I don't know. I was just so resentful when I started coming up into my forties and I had to, you know, ask my boss, can I come in an hour late? Cause I've got to go get a mammogram, you know, like, like a kid, you know, you've got to ask permission and, and you're kind of really, you are owned, you know, when you work for somebody now, of course, you know, there's nothing wrong with being an employee. A lot of people that's great for them, but I know a lot of you ladies out there, want to have your own business you want to have that freedom you want you don't want someone else pulling your your strings and um you've got maybe a spiritual side and you know that you can help other people Uh, maybe you want to be a coach or just create some online business maybe you're afraid to do it don't don't know quite how um, but I'll tell you, it's been the most rewarding thing in my life. I just can't imagine going back to being an employee anymore. And my guest today, Emily Whiteside, is going to uh, help us, give us some tips, and tell us what she does because she helps women um, create a kick-ass business, taking it up to the next level, creating your spiritual business, creating an online business. She's an intuitive coach, and she's also the host of the Infinitely Aligned podcast, She specializes in helping women dive deeper into their intuition, purpose, and confidence. She guides women to elevate into their next level income and impact. Um, She, you know, there's transformational shifts in mind, body, and soul through spirituality and using the power of manifestation. So I'm going to bring her on right now. Hello, Emily. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. 
Yes, I appreciate it. I've been following you on Facebook and Instagram, watching your Facebook lives, and you're just not only a doll, beautiful inside and out, but you've got such an amazing message, and you're helping so many people, and so I thought you are perfect for the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am honored to be here. Yes, so tell tell everybody about your story. I've I've heard you tell your story on your podcast. Um, just lead us a little bit into what made you decide to be a coach. And I know you had some struggles along the way. Uh, so give us a little bit of background there. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, first thing I will say is I am a Taurus, and I do not like when people tell me what to do. I've never liked <laughs> when people tell me what to do. So I always attribute my Taurus energy to um, starting this journey of entrepreneurship. But, um, you know, in reality, I was, I went to college actually to be a veterinarian and I had planned on doing that my entire life. My parents always told me, you know, that's what you're going to go and do. And my family would always support that. And I got into vet school I was working, um, let's see, I was doing my biology degree, so I was working to get into vet school, and I finally got in, and when I got in, I started, like, crying. I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if it's my passion, so I decided not to go, and then I was stuck in that place of, okay, now what? I've worked my whole life to get somewhere, and that's not where I want to be. That was the first time I really felt my intuition like come through and say, this mm-hmm. isn't really your path. I think that was the first time that I had a vision and I got this vision, um, like a psychic vision of me having a dog, but me taking the dog to a veterinarian, like just showing me that like mm-hmm. that, that's not what you're going to do. And so I followed it. I followed my intuition. I didn't go. And I was kind of lost for a few years. I knew I wanted a business, but didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't know um, how I was going to start. Online businesses were very, very, uh, when I, you know, first heard of them, like there wasn't a lot of people online. I think Instagram had just started. Um, So I was really into fitness. It was my passion. I remember I was working at the gym in college and one of my friends that I worked with we were just talking about life and I was telling him that I didn't want to go to vet school. And he said, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you think about? And my answer right away was fitness. So eventually, you know, it took me four years to start the business, but eventually after getting through fears, starting my spiritual journey, connecting to my body, I eventually started an online business in fitness and now it's transformed over the years to business coaching and spiritual coaching, but it was, it was a long journey, but it was the most beautiful journey ever. And the fitness, was that uh, in-person fitness training or how, how did that look when you were doing your fitness business? Yeah. So I started just personal training, but I took that business online and that's when I really started my business. I was working as a personal trainer at a gym um, and then decided that, you know, I wanted to have the freedom. I wanted to be able to, like you were saying, like I wanted to be able to travel whenever I wanted. I wanted to be able to go home and see my family and not be tied down to a schedule. So I did it online. I, um, you know, sent people workouts via, you know, the internet and checked in with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's just, you know, when when I was in my, you know, Monday through Friday job and then you, well, I have to miss this wedding, I can't go to this, you know, this. And I was, yeah, I was just getting like, this is, and then I would see my boss coming in at noon or taking Friday off and, and, you know, he had every right to, it was his business. And, but, but I was just getting so frustrated. I'm like, this is not what I want. And, and I don't want to miss the important, you know, parts in life and, and uh, uh, funerals and weddings and parties and those, you know, sweet spots in life that, that uh, happen once in a lifetime. So um, that was what really ended up pushing pushing me out so were you always uh intuitive or magical or did this uh something that sparked for you in your 20s yeah so I have always been I I believe everybody is intuitive everybody has the capability to be psychic but it's whether or not you've done the healing work and you've you know tapped into your intuition and things like that so I was always very empathic and Um, I was always like very sensitive to energies and sensitive to other people's energies, but I didn't know really how to work with it or how to use it to my benefit. And when I started down my spiritual journey of healing myself and connecting to my intuition, that's when my gifts started to really show up. So I think that there's, you know, we all have the ability to be, we're all intuitive and we all have the ability to tap into guidance and um, tap into our spirit guides, even be psychic, but we have to learn how to go through that like spiritual awakening and spiritual process first. So it really started like my gifts really started showing through a lot more and a lot more frequently um, in my twenties, but I was having like little mm-hmm. visions and things like that before that. Yeah, it's really important. We have to do the work ourselves before we can coach anyone else. So you, you did that, uh, healing work on yourself and how did you, so um, when you decided to become a business coach was that um, really sharing everything you learned from your online um, fitness business um, how did you how did that come about yeah so switching into business coaching I was like it was really like an evolution process and I saw a lot of things I did in my my fitness coaching business that I didn't like I was doing a lot of things that these other coaches were telling me to do cold messaging people, doing a lot of strategies that just didn't feel good. And I was extremely insecure and unconfident. So that led to a lot of like lacking energy, right? Like not a lot of clients okay. coming through, not a lot of um, momentum. And things started to really shift in that fitness coaching business when I started to transform in my spiritual journey and also use the business strategies that worked for me, not just for anybody. Um, So I decided to slowly transform and evolve into business coaching. And that evolution process really stemmed from helping people in an organic way to from a place of like impact and manifestation and leadership show up in business because if we're not like heart centered in our approach in business, it's going to be, you know, harder to, to sell out and harder to, you know, get that momentum going. So that's really, you know, where that led to. Yeah. And, and I'm so impressed because you're so young too. And so when I was your age, you know, I was still kind of a a wreck. (laughs) 
I was <laughs> I had my rough years, though. I definitely yeah, had that. I was floundering. Yeah, it was like I was an actress slash waitress in my 20s and 30s and just, you know, getting by and picking the wrong guys. And, you know, it was all that kind of um, drama stuff. But it seems like there's so many uh, women in your age range now who are so um, just – I don't know. They're so you're so mature and kind of enlightened, you know, and, and leading the way, helping other people. It's just so beautiful to see that. Um, so Thank you. you talk. Yeah, you talk a lot about now. I love um, the other day you posted uh, my favorite champagne, a bottle of, of Clicquot. And you said you talk <laughs> a lot about <laughs> you talk a lot about up leveling and telling the ladies, look, um, buy the good champagne don't you know cheap out on yourself talk a little bit about why it's important to treat yourself uh as an up level absolutely you know energy i love that you pronounce that champagne for me because i always every time i buy it i have to go (laughs) yeah i have to go through the pronunciation how to pronounce it and i can never do it so thank you for that like love love like love remember it like that love is the widow so it's the widow clicot love clicot the widow clicot that's what it is oh i love that (laughs) i will remember that you should see me when i go to the liquor store and i'm like i'm looking for champagne it starts with a v and they're like, can you pronounce it? And I'm like, nope, I cannot. I don't have to it, <laughs> you bring them and write it down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I always show my picture. I'm like, I want this one. And they're like, okay, I'll show you what that is. Um, that's so funny. I, um, I decided, so with, like, celebrating yourself, like, celebration is something that most women do not do. And we're caught mm-hmm. not to, like, for me, I remember growing up and, like, somebody would give, my dad a compliment about me as like when I was a kid or when I was like a a teenager and he would tell me the compliment he would say you know so and so said that you're very beautiful but don't let it get to your head and every time I achieved something it was okay great you did awesome but let's not get in your head let's go for something bigger there's always something bigger we can achieve so I got into that mentality of it's not okay to love yourself it's not okay to celebrate yourself and we don't celebrate accomplishments. If we haven't achieved, if we achieve something, there's always more to achieve. So that's a very lacking mentality to get in because where is the end point, right? Where is like, yeah. when do we stop? <clears throat> so when I started this business and I was achieving goals, and I remember like I would achieve these goals previously, maybe like, you know, a couple months before I achieved that goal, I was wishing and dreaming of that goal. And I achieved it, and I was like, oh, that didn't even feel good. Like, I've been wanting this mm. my entire life, and it doesn't even feel good. So something that I shifted myself is I'm not even celebrating. I'm not taking the moment to look at all my accomplishments, and instead I'm always feeling less than. I'm always feeling unworthy. I'm always feeling like there's more to achieve, and I'm not good enough. So I decided from then on I was going to celebrate and celebrate a lot. So that's why I tell people to buy the, the expensive champagne. Go after things that you've never, you know, celebrate in ways that you've never celebrated before. Treat yourself. Because when we treat mm-hmm. ourselves to the fancy champagne or we treat ourselves to a spa day or we just sit back and celebrate ourselves in the meditation or whatever that might mean to you, mm-hmm. when we sit back and we celebrate, that is when we are shifting our paradigm. So, I mean, I was always the person that was like, I am going to buy the cheapest champagne possible. But 
everybody, like I could have afforded the $30, $50, $100 champagne, but I never like, I wasn't good enough to receive that. Right. So it's all about mm-hmm. receiving. And if we want to manifest, and we want to achieve these big goals, we have to be able to receive. And receiving means receiving in ourselves as well. So going for those big celebrations and owning those big celebrations. I celebrate like almost every week with something, some goal I've hit or even just an energy I feel. Um, And it's important. It's important. Yeah. And and sometimes we – because – a lot of days at the end of the day, the day goes by so fast, it'll be like five or six o'clock. And I'll say to my husband, Oh my God, it's already, you know, the day's already gone. I, I didn't, I feel like I didn't do anything. He goes, what are you talking about? You, you, you know, you had a client, you, you know, did some readings, you uh, did this, that you did. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess I did do some stuff. <laughs> some stuff. Yeah. But we, we kind of, um, and, and not comparing ourselves to what we see other people doing, um, because it may seem like, oh, they just wrote a book or they just did this or that. Um, not comparing and just staying on your own path in your own lane and, and doing things in your own time. And like you said, celebrating yourself, because there'll always be somebody richer, prettier, doing more, you know, seemingly. Um, so it's just, I feel it's so important not to compare. Um, oh, absolutely. Compare ourselves. I've been down that spiral of constantly comparing and when you're comparing yourself you're just wasting your own power and own magic on you know Mm -hmm. a lacking energy so the beauty about human beings is that we're all different and we're all unique and so if we're all different and all unique our businesses are going to be different and unique and our schedules are going to be different and unique and for me um I didn't create a business to sit behind my computer for eight hours a day and just, you know, mm-hmm. sit there. I created a business mm-hmm. where if I want to take a long lunch, I can take a long lunch. If I want to work outside, I can work outside. If I want to be on an airplane, I can be on an airplane. There's total freedom in my business. And that's what feels good for yeah. me. Um, so yeah. it's really like asking yourself, what feels good for me? Maybe, you know, having thousands of clients doesn't feel good for you it doesn't mean that you can't make the money or that you can't have a business right. it just means that you're going to rewire your business differently than somebody else would yeah okay and, and let's talk about what you do now so what do you uh what does your business look like how do you help ladies if somebody wants to work with you um about your coaching yeah yeah so i help women usually I mean, I have a, a lot of a variety of women. I don't believe in, like, really niching down too much and only, like, talking to one person because I'm so multi-passionate. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I mainly help women entrepreneurs in their businesses. So I will help them step into leadership, own their magic and their power, enhance their spiritual journey or spiritual abilities, and also create business strategies and wealth that feel really good for them. So it's a lot of, you know, strategy work that I do and also spiritual healing that I do. I am psychic or an intuitive, both really. And so I use a lot of that in my business as well to help answer questions and tap into guidance. And that way I can really read my client and see what's actually going on with her as opposed to Mm -hmm. like this strategy isn't working. It's not that the strategy isn't working. It's that like you have a fear and this is what's going on. Or I'll get, um, I work with like the Akashic Records a lot with my clients as well. So going into mm-hmm. past lives and um, future lives and things like that. 
it's really magical when you can combine the spirituality work and the healing work with business. It's like exponential growth. Mm, that is amazing. You go into the Kashuk Records. How did you get into that? Did you take some courses on that? That's interesting. Talk, yeah, talk a little absolutely. bit about what that is, the Kashuk Records, yeah. and what, what, how that's helpful. Yes. So Akashic Records, I like to take people through their own hypnosis or meditation to go into Mm -hmm. it on their own. Um, Mm -hmm. But what it is, is spirit will lead you either into a past life, into present day, or into the future. So you're going to get a piece of your blueprint of your soul's journey from this hypnosis or meditation. And that does healing work around. So for example, if in my past program that I just ran, we went into the Akashic Records to see why we were blocked in abundance. It was a um, mm. quantum manifestation program. So we went in and we asked spirit, I had people ask their spirit guides, show me why I'm blocked in abundance. And some people got, um, you know, past lives of them being so poor in a past life and having, you know, mm. dying from starvation. And so it's not just like a lot of fear in this lifetime that's blocking from them from abundance. It's like it was a past life that was never healed. So we do mm-hmm. a lot of healing work when we go into the Akashic Records, but we also learn why things are the way that they are for you. So they can be cleared and talked about. And so when you go into this present life now, you have the information and you're, you're able to unblock yourself. And it, uh, you unblock yourself just by acknowledging that and seeing what happened and that, that uh, releases that block? Yep, and it releases the block as well as we can do some journal work. So after you know, I take somebody through the Akashic Records, we talk about it. We ask, like, okay, what mm-hmm. came up for you? And we're able to really journal that and clear it out and get it out. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I know some people who, you know, have trouble stepping into their magical abilities or intuitive stuff. It's because past life they were persecuted for it. You know, maybe they were burned as a witch or, or, you know, or uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, then they're afraid to bring it out in this life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of clients that that were held back from that. It's really beautiful because then they can feel good. mm -hmm. And then you use cards. I'm a, I love using my cards, my Oracle cards, my tarot cards. I love pulling cards Mm -hmm. and I, I see you do that for people too, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, love my my Oracle cards. Yeah. What's your favorite? What do you like using angel cards or, you know, what, what are your favorites? (sighs) I switch it up depending on the mood I'm in really. So I don't think I have Mm -hmm. a favorite. Um, it's just on depending on like what message, what I feel aligned with during that reading. Right. How many, okay, here's a question for you. How many decks do you think you have? Oh my gosh. Um, let me, you know what? I have one, two, three, four, five. I think I have about 10 or 11 decks. Okay. So I not have a ton, I'm up, but I'm up to about 35 and I'm like, and my husband's oh my like, goodness. no. Yeah. Which, which I have, I know people who have 70, a hundred and I'm, and uh, so I did cut myself off. <laughs> because yeah. That's a, it's addicting. To, yeah. And I, I can't really, you know, I have my, my home office sanctuary and, and it's like, I can't display them all because put them, you know, there's no room. It starts to be like, so it's kind of crazy, but 
Yeah, they're, they, they're so addicting because there's so many decks out there. And, and then your favorite people come out with a new deck. I like the Hay House people, you know, Kyle Gray and, yeah. um, you know, Colette Baron-Reed and stuff. And it's like, I have to have this one. I have, oh, then a, then a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas deck came, a tarot deck came out, you know, Tim Burton oh, images. Oh, so I got to get, yeah, so I got that. My husband's like, I thought you weren't getting any more decks. And I'm like, oh, I used my points from my American Express. So they were, it was free. <laughs> I do that too. I always use the points on my credit card that builds up, and I'm like, yeah. oh, free Oracle cards. They're free tarot cards. I know. I love that. Oh, it's so funny. It's great. I definitely I hold my myself back with with Oracle cards because I don't use them all the time. A lot of times, right? I don't even need them, and so I've been kind of straying away from them just because I can just I usually just channel um, right a lot. I work on a psychic hotline, um, so I log on there every day for a little bit. So they oh, want beautiful. card reading. So I, I, yeah, I do use, I do use them, and um, so at least I'm, I feel like, okay, I'm, you know, this is for business. Um, yes, absolutely. We can write those off as taxes too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so now, do you work with people one on one, or are you just doing group coaching now? I do both. I do one on one private coaching, and then I also mm-hmm. run different programs each month okay awesome so people can um now your website is emilywhiteside.com and you guys emily's um uh website is linked up back at blog talk radio but it's very easy emilywhiteside.com and uh on instagram are you just under emily whiteside it is emily ann whiteside on instagram okay okay awesome so you guys follow her and, um, yeah, so anybody out there who needs some help, some coaching, you want to get your business um, going, reach out to Emily. And, Emily, thank you so much for stopping by the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. It's been absolutely uplifting and magical. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Happy 11-11 day. And oh, 11 that's right. Yeah. So this Friday is Friday the 13th. So, be sh- you know, everybody yeah. be sure to do something magical. All right. Yeah, it's a magical, magical week. Thank you so much for having me. It is. Me. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at the mystical matchmaker or my website, marlamartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.